Welcome to Stoveside Chat. The chef is ready for your kitchen tour. Please come this way. How's it going? All good? Yeah, good. It's uh, it's a nice day here, actually. Pretty, uh, pretty, pretty nice. Not too hot, not too warm. So, yeah. What about you? Amazing. Chile. Amazing. Well, we were in the middle of the winter, but during the last uh, couple of weeks, it's been really nice, actually. Almost too nice, you know. It's been raining. <laughs> it was uh, it was fully covered by snow, you know, in the mountains around. But now it's it's just great. If, uh, you know, August can be the probably the, the coldest during the month d during the uh, during the year. So we don't know. So we still we still have a month before spring spring comes in. Yeah. Right. You mentioned uh, I read uh, some of the information on just Chile in general. I think you mentioned also the 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 uh, each season in Chile is very different. So yes. food wise. Well, well, it depends, you know, like um, Chile, is, it's very different to all the rest of Latin America in terms of uh, well, our geography, it's very different, um, first of anything. Uh, our ocean is very, very cold. Uh, it's fully, you know, the, the entire land, you have the, the Andes on the side, which is very cold. It's, mm -hmm. it's like always fully covered by snow and everything. Mm -hmm. So uh, the center, right where Santiago is, it's it's just quite even you know it's it's very it's it's very seasonal super super seasonal um during the winter you you see the entire city surrounded by this huge uh chain of mountains around yourself you know fully covered by snow during the spring everything is fully covered by flowers because it's 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 wow. like a santiago is like a deep valley in between the mountains so all the mountains are full of flowers during the spring and and um, in the summer it's very dry. I would say it's like kind of like California in a way, you know, very oh, dry wow. and 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 can be hot. Yeah, not never rains in the summer. Uh, and then um, autumn, it's where when when the rain comes in, you know. But if right. you're going down south, it's, it's it can be very cold. Like Nordic countries, like you guys up in the states, you know. Right, Patagonia can be very, very, very cold. And up north, Atacama does it. Oh, okay. Yeah. Cool. So yeah. let's go back a little bit. Uh, yeah, guess, yeah. Uh, you can tell us, uh, you know, who you are. Obviously, Chef Borago. Uh, Chef has a, a restaurant called Borago, and uh, you know what you do, and you know, give us a little bit of, about yourself. Yeah, sure, sure. Well, I'm Rodolfo Guzman from Borago in Santiago, Chile, and yeah. So here, here am I. <laughs> <laughs> nice. So, uh, you know, obviously you guys are very successful in what you do. Uh, you know, mentioned that uh, we're talking about Chile and you mentioned in one of your interviews that what you want to do is to reflect what's really happening in a given moment in Chile. So what would you say is uh, Chile, what is it like right now? Right now, you mean? Yeah. Yeah, yeah, well, uh, you know, we've been in a, probably in the longest quarantine ever, you know, uh -huh. you guys in the Northern Hemisphere, you were super concerned because you had, you, you were going to be, I don't know, nine, 90 days in total or something like that. Well, we've been already 130 days oh, wow. in quarantine. Uh -huh. So that's quite a lot, you know, for, for, uh, for,
more country we we are very uh, everything seems to be under control in terms of you know hospitals and everything so it works really well right and and you know mainly because you know the the, the northern hemisphere doesn't know the coronavirus getting into the winter because right. you you knew it going from from the winter into the summer which is it's, it's different mm-hmm. so but you know all the flus and everything those those kind of kind of things are coming within the the um the the this season you know the, the winter which is the most complicated for hospitals so we in chile we decided to uh as a country uh just to, to stay longer in a, in a quarantine right. and of course it worked really well in terms of the, the virus itself and the pandemic situation. Mm-hmm. Uh, but in, but also worked really bad economic wise. It's, it, it's been a big mess. You know? <laughs> so right, right. It's, I guess everywhere in the world is going to be like this, but, mm-hmm. but it, yeah. So at the moment we're not allowed to open restaurants, you know? Oh, okay. Yeah. Uh, so restaurants still are closed. are closed and, and, um, um, you get. You're only allowed to do deliveries, you know. And 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 so so. I I guess I guess we might be probably very. We're close. We're very close to 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 reach that point where where the government says, okay, you're you're allowed to to be open again. Right. With restrictions that we all know, you know. But um. For us, I got the feeling, I don't know, maybe it's going to be in September. Okay. Not this month, probably at the end of the September, mm-hmm. and which is, you know, the, the arrival of the spring also. Oh, ah, okay. So that's a September 20th. Exactly. So, so that, that'll be a, a chance for us. That's what I, I feel, you know? Mm-hmm. Yeah. All right. So, I mean, obviously, you know, that's a good uh, follow-up question to that is obviously there's the physical distancing, there's the takeouts like you mentioned. Um, what would you say, in your opinion, would be the biggest change for restaurants in particular after, you know, the pandemic? Well, the biggest ever, mm-hmm. ever, it's going to be the economic one. Right. You know, more than 50% of restaurants are going to shut it down probably wow. you know that, that that's uh maybe in the world i don't know uh, it, it's it, even more yeah. who knows yeah but but it's a big number you know there's a lot of uh, there, there's a lot of uh so restaurants were gonna be very weak economic wise mm-hmm. and and because of the social distancing and all of that it's going to be affecting what we do the hospitality world in general not only restaurants you know Sure. So, uh, and and keeping all of that in mind, um, always, you know, I I think we have to rethink our operations, trying to to be more efficient economic wise, of course, because of the service. Mm-hmm. Even when the vaccine arrives, you know, you know, everyone, everybody is talking about the vaccine. Hopefully, 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 <laughs> right. very soon. I'm, I have a very optimistical, you know thinking about the vaccine for even for this year i know everyone says like hey no this is impossible it's not gonna happen. but but i'm I, yes. I, I remind myself you know I, I wanted to remain very very optimistic about the situation mm-hmm. so anyway um even when the vaccine arrives i think we're going to be this is like a 
like a world war, you know, in a way. Yeah, sure. The effects, you know, like uh, everyone is like has to be like such as such a protected from from even from other people. The social distancing and it's 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 so painful. We 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 don't like this. We're mm -hmm. humans, you know. We we wanted to be close from each other. We wanted to share, especially in the in the, in the, in the hospitality world. This is what what it moves us, you know. Of course. So, to be honest, I I believe uh, that that is going to be the the biggest challenge that our industry is gonna is gonna face in the in the afterward, you know. Right. I'm I'm talking about when the vaccine, when the vaccine comes in, you know, when everyone has it, or when when we, you know, we, we humanity when we can move forward. Right. It's right. It's, it's still going to be tough. But after that, it's going to be, you know, probably it's going to be good. Economic-wise, people is going to be maybe uh, start coming back to, to restaurants. And as soon as we have money in our pockets, you know, mm -hmm. we're going to redo it. For sure. We love, we love that. It's part of our, our society, our societies, I believe. That's kind of the human uh, strength, right? Where people come back. Exactly. And, yeah. Yeah, we wanted to share, especially food. Food is, it's it's about sharing. It's it's about that. Mm -hmm. Sure. So that's what I see. And so that relates to you know my next question is that you know from my research it seemed that when you started you know chef uh, when you started uh, Barago, in the beginning you had a face some challenges in the beginning and it almost has to close. So how did yeah, you yeah, yeah. how did you manage to sort of push through that challenge and continue to build it to the success that you have right now? Yeah, well, uh, look, we had uh, till till the moment we've been till now we've been almost five months with the restaurant closed. If I'm not wrong, yeah, probably almost five months. Right. You know, right. so that's that's the probably the biggest <laughs> the biggest amount of time that we ever closed. And someone the other day asked me, "Hey, really, how what, what you think? Um, is this going to be the biggest challenge? How are you going to do it? How are you going to face this whole situation?" You know. Yes. And I said to to this person, I said, uh, "Listen, this is not. It's 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 far from being the hardest thing we ever faced at Borgo." Mm -hmm. And it's related to what you just asked me, uh, because um, when we started, we had an empty restaurant for the first six years, wow. almost almost empty, you know, like, um, okay, we could do like a few tables here and there, but, but mm -hmm. it was really, really tough. And mainly because the, the gastronomic scene, it was totally different by then. When we opened, we, op we opened the restaurant almost 14 years ago. So Brago is not a new restaurant, really. Okay. We've been doing this for a long time, you know. I know it's now it's it's a became a trendy sort of thing, but but um, but uh, to be honest, it's it's something that we started a long time ago, mm -hmm. and and thinking on, on what we do. So um, yeah, we had that restaurant very very empty if you like till 2013 if i'm not wrong when, when everything's exploded in a in a great way for us you know right um and that's how it changed from one day to the next to be honest it just happened yeah yeah i i can explain this in a book 
um, it, it, it took me a long time to, to assume, you know, to, to just uh, to realize, to real realize uh, mm. that w- the restaurant changed. <laughs> right. I was... I was totally not able to, you know, because I was so used to an empty restaurant and not, not a healthy economy. Mm-hmm. But during that time, you learn many, many good things too. And I'm very, to be honest, uh, somebody could say like, ah, poor Rodolfo, poor Borago team, you know, it's mm-hmm. such a hard thing to, to leave us a restaurant. But, I'm, you know, I'm so grateful to, to, to be part of that journey, you know, in following that path through, through, through the... Um, through what Borago became, you know? Right, right. I guess that's kind of the, uh, I mean, like you said, that that's human strength, like in, in your pers- in you personally as well, right? Because you have that, you know, understanding of what you want to do and have the strength to be able to continue to do what you want to do, right? Exactly. I mean, if, if, you, if you love what you do, if you strongly believe on, 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 on your, on what you do and you, you see the potential, you, you see the, there's no, there's no secret recipe because there's, there's not. <laughs> that, that's the truth. <laughs> Just like but that. If you, it's exactly, you know. But if you follow you, your insights, you know, uh, maybe you can, you can always try to, to push things, things forward together, you know. And, and that's our case. That's what happened with Oregon. We started in a very small house. A lot of, you know, the new house is amazing. It's, it's giant. It's like uh, we have the restaurant, and, and next to the restaurant is there's the, the our reception center, which is a building as big as the restaurant itself. So wow. it's it's quite amazing. It's we're so lucky to have this. But I remember when we started the the, the first house, it was our kitchen was not 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 not, not bigger than my office. Uh-huh. So so uh, yeah, I. Uh, yeah, we started from zero. We have we have no partners, and and it's like a Cinderella story, you know, in in, in a way. And I'm so grateful, and, and I feel so blessed to to be part of that journey with my team, you know. Right. So, yeah. Yeah, it's pretty amazing. I mean, I, obviously, I guess uh, you're probably the the pioneer, so to speak, in the Chilean food scene, right? I mean, that's sort of you're sort of the the most famous, the first person to really. Uh, become sort of the the icon in in Chilean cuisine. So that must be really really great feeling for you as well. Um, one of the things I'm I'm really interested in in really knowing personally from a personal perspective is when I read about some of the interviews that you've made, you've done before. One of the things you mentioned is people tend to overuse, overexploit certain ingredients or methods in a kitchen. So you mentioned like fermentation, something that people use a lot. You know, maybe too much. Um, yeah. How do you, you know, I understand it's very interesting because a lot of restaurants now, they all have these, you know, they, they make their own uh, miso, they make their own whatever, which is great. But I do find, yeah, yeah. to your point, it's everyone's doing it now. So yeah. how do you avoid that? And, you know, what are you doing now to, to move forward in, in your vision? How do you, what are you concentrating right now? You know, what are you working on? Look, you know, there's, there's one thing. There's, well, this is a, it's an excellent question, actually. Um, you know, and it, it, the, the answer is, it's not short, but I, I'm going to try to, to compress a little bit. And, say, and say what you me, want to say. It's all good. Yeah, <laughs> just, just let me explain you something very, very simple. Sure. Uh, where I go is not a concept. I know it's, it's, a, it's a very big um, 
trendy sort of a thing now, d documenting things, you know, using this ingredient. But by that time, uh, Chileans, food in Chile wasn't not even important, you know. Our economy exploded back in the days, you know, at the beginning of the 90s, Chile started to, started to, to, to become like that healthy country, you know, where right. everything could happen, you know. Uh -huh. And, and, and we used to be the, one of the poorest uh, countries in Latin America only 50 years ago, if you think about that. So uh, we used to think that Chilean ingredients used to be, ah, uh, no, this is too ordinary, you know. Mm -hmm. uh, I, I'd rather prefer uh, Japanese fish that it comes from Japan because have more quality. So right. not the best, but the good things were coming from outside of a country. Yes. Period. You know, right. there, not, not a single doubt about it. And this is very wrong, of course. We all know that naturally, the nature didn't put the prices on the table. We did, you know. Right. So what I mean by this is like, a, I don't know, a fish that costs three, three bucks. Uh, it comes from, from the shore next, next to Santiago, just one hour away from here. Okay. It's, of course, it has more quality than a, a fish that flies from Japan. Of this course. Is, Everyone knows this, yeah? Right. But we used to think that quality was related to something magic, yeah? <laughs> so <laughs> it, 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 we weren't born to, to have quality in our Torah. It's very critical and very funny because it's absolutely other way around. Okay. Chile is one of the biggest endemic countries in the world. And, and, and you know, because of our geography, it's very unique. You know, you have the cold ocean. Mm -hmm. uh, because of the humble current, and 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 so you 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 all get to see a huge amount of ingredients to grow in in certain different areas or regions of Chile that you won't that you won't see anywhere else in the world. Peria, yeah, you know, okay. and they're ex excessively uh, seasonal. You know, okay. like things that are flashing for only two weeks, three weeks a year. Oh. And Chileans, we also used to think that we had no culture in terms of food. Okay. But there's a very funny thing because at least 80% of us, we have Mapuche blood. So we are Mapuche in our bloods. You know? <laughs> so, <laughs> so on our body. Right in uh, Chile. Yeah, yeah, our natives. So okay. we, they've been in our land for the last. 12,000 years. Wow. So for one of the most ancient natives in the world, you know, probably. Mm -hmm. And, and, and this, is, this is very relevant. So we were very wrong. So our culture is very, very deep, especially related to food. So what I mean by this, it's Borrego, it's not a concept. Okay. We were absolutely unplugged from our culture, which is very different. Mm -hmm. Because since, since the Spanish came back in 500 years ago to, 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 to Chile for the first time, you know, uh, we thought um, we, we were pretending to be Europeans mm -hmm. till the 90s. And then we were, trying, we were pretending to be Americans. <laughs> <laughs> we never right. tried Just, to which, one is, which one is was actually the Chilean? Culture, right? Exactly. So we were kind of this in a way. Mm -hmm. Anyways, uh, now we are very conscious of this. Fortunately, I mean, fortunately, in Chile, all Chileans, we're very for, uh, conscious of the, the good things of our Tirana. And so when we opened the restaurant at the beginning, we were trying to cook 
with only native ingredients. Okay. So we were in a big trouble. That oh. was the so okay. so perhaps low quality. Okay. Yeah. Okay. So think 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 as that. Um, and and then um, what happened the next? Um, we didn't know anything about ingredients. Okay. You know, but we wanted to learn. Right. And we always felt attached and pr uh, deeply um, attracted to to not know nothing, to don't know to the the, the, the it, because we felt attracted to the fact of not knowing anything about a subject. You know what I mean? So um, of course, knowing something is great. Yeah, but you know that you know. I mean, there's nothing special on it. Right. But. Listen, when you, when you don't know it, nothing about a subject, there is immense a possibility to move forward, to learn. And that's how we started Boraro. We felt so attracted, like the, like the perfect romance between uh, 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 nature, you know? So we, we tried to, uh, we, quickly we tried to move forward, learning from the, all the native ingredients, endemic ingredients that only grow in a very specific region in Chile, very short amount of time during the year. So we start writing in a piece of paper what we were doing, how to cut it, has it bullsifiers or not, who were eating it, Mapuches, Cahuesca, how to cook it, mm -hmm. uh, what we did, what we thought, what we imagined doing, it so we won't forget the next year. So you have very small amount of time during the year experimenting. That was the bad part of it. Oh, so right. I, I knew it was going to be a very long learning process, right. you know? Right. But I, in the end, it's going to be good. I had the feeling that it was going to be good, you know? And, and then, um, so we started to uh, moving forward in that sense. Mm -hmm. And then we moved everything into a computer because we thought it was a lot of, a lot of material <laughs> just to keep it in a, in a, in a book lane, you know? <laughs> so we decided to move forward. So, and, and then we decided to say like, you know, after five years when we were restaurant still, we did very bad. We always trying to sell the restaurant, by the way, at least five times. Oh, wow. I was very close in the last one. Very, very close. Because uh -huh. we were totally in a bankruptcy. So, um, and, and then uh, afterwards, we, it's very funny because it's in a very bipolar situation because the restaurant was empty, but we still were experimenting, okay. you know? Till 2013. Wow, so that's, that's really rare. Like you have to. Yeah, it's it's weird. It's, it's you have to be you have to be minded or something. You know, mm -hmm. it's it's a mad process. That's why I'm trying to explain it in a book in the in the coming from the south. But but uh, in general, um, yeah, I'm trying to explain that has no has no sense. It makes no sense situation process. So we um we fortunately we move forward. And when the restaurant exploded back in 2013, um, you know, we had these this needs. We didn't want it to be uh, uh, documenting guys or, or this and that, some avant-garde or whatever. We, we, wanted to, we, have, we wanted to learn because we didn't, we didn't know anything about it. So we have to move forward. And then suddenly, after five years, we thought, holy we have a big amount of information. This is almost like a dictionary. Right. This is amazing. Just and now we're different. You've gone from it, the previous years. It, it, exactly. 
wow, this is tremendous. Right. Uh, we, you know, we knew nothing about this and now we know how to do it and how to execute in a totally very different way. So the thing is, it was beautiful. The movement that, that you were seeing at that time, it was beautiful in Europe, in all restaurants, you know, based on technique. But our food is not based on technique. Mm-hmm. We, at the beginning, we decided to do erase everything we learned in Europe okay. when we were kids. Right. And just start from zero. Probably we didn't do it at the beginning because <laughs> it's really tough. You know? It's a very long and tough process. But it took us a long time to, to follow that path. And so our, our way of cooking is more related to Chilean cuisine, which okay. is based on the flavors of the land, which okay. is a lot different to, to be based on technique. So um, during that, that path, we also were very experimental, experimenting uh, a lot of with the uh, cooking methods from Mapuches, yeah? So if you, if you ask me, by the way, what is our Chilean condiment, if you like, is the smoking, yeah? Okay. So everything is on wood, everything is on, even, even fermenting, all, all, all what Mapuches were doing mm-hmm. were based on the smoking. It's, it's preserving and fermenting and this and that. Um, so, um, yeah, so our cooking method, it's, it's pretty much like that. So Borago, we didn't invent anything, really. Okay. Okay. Borago is not a concept. Borago is the continuation of something, which is very different. So um, what we do here is, they, Mapuche says, when you're cooking, somebody's cutting out of the ground for you. What do you mean? And there is, uh, I mean, pay, pay attention to this, because yes. when you're cooking, somebody's cutting out of the ground. Yes. And there's no one more important than the other one because all together mm-hmm. means fitting. Right. You know, understanding your your land. So uh, So it's kinda all connected kind of way? You're talking it, about of course. Okay. Of course it is. Of course it is, because okay. it was connected to our learning process. And you know when I finished this book, I don't know if you've seen it before, I'm gonna show it to you. Yes. Yeah, this one. Oh look at that, it, beautiful. It, it was um, it was a beautiful exercise, you know. More than the book itself, it's for sure it's beautiful. But when I finished writing the book, um, I said to myself, "Holy, wow!" I never looked back in time that deeply. We, we were two thousand. We were ten years old by then, you know. During all those ten years, we weren't cooking. We were in a long learning process, which is very different. Why is so? Because we, uh, nowadays, we know exactly what Mapuches know about our land, how to cut it. What is the difference between that plant in the beginning of the season, mid of the season, end of the season? Uh-huh. Three different things. And oh, wow. it means three, three different things. Mm-hmm. This is very important to cook. Because it's also related to three things that I believe are the most important for a restaurant. We have to be honest. When you're deeply cooking, mm. cooking it's it's something very meaningful, you know. Sure. So of course, if you ask me, um, if you ask me now, I feel the Brago. It's it's a restaurant that has been open for only three years because it's, we're fully, fully, absolutely, mm-hmm. fully connected to our people to our land, like 300, 360, you know? 
-huh. Like Boragua is the continuation of the Mapuche. Right. Because behind the restaurant, there are more than 200 people between foraging communities and small producers from the entire country. This uh -huh. is not a concept. It's uh -huh. just the path to quality, which is different. You know, it's our path to be connected to the real food with the real Chilean ingredients. Right. And it's very expressive as its maximum potential, you know? Right. In terms of the ingredient itself. So um, that's why. So uh, there are too many things, too many things that we discover. Mm -hmm. If you, if in this path, you know, especially talking about um, beginning of 2019, we had a situation we have to left, we have to leave the, 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 the house that we always been with the last four I go, you know, and we suddenly we have to move the restaurant. We had the chance to move to the bigger house that we are now where we have, and we decided to create the SIB, which is the, our own research center. Right. And we're planning to open this research center to the country because oh, we've wow. discovered too many things are amazing. And I'm pretty sure they can change the way Chileans we eat, you know, and because mainly because, um, if you, if you think about this, this thing I'm going to tell you now, it's, it's very, very important. Okay. One, in, one ingredient meant one possibility for us. Only nine years ago, and we were super excited, super happy about it. Right. We choose one of the countries that has more ingredients in the world, more endemic ingredients in the world. And, and so it's, it's no problem. We were super happy and excited. Right. But nowadays one ingredient means uh, 300 possibilities at least. Can you imagine oh. this? How do you, Can you how, imagine? Do they, how do you get there? How do, how do you have all these possibilities? I don't know. I don't know. We were, we were always full, fully covered by curiosity, drive, driven by curiosity, mm -hmm. uh, and always to, to learn about the, the more possibilities in terms of the flavor of the ingredients. So we ended up, it's, it's like a deja vu the inside of Borago again it's like remember what I told you about the oh wow we have this huge amount of ingredients this is almost like addiction all right, right. But nowadays we feel exactly the same situation again and it's like wow we I don't know uh, we don't have we don't have the time we don't find the time really to to, to explore the and cross that amount of information because it's too much information it's incredible so um to be honest, what you asked me before about the fermenting, all, all the restaurants in the world are very focused. Of course, it's trendy, it's beautiful, it's healthy, it's, it's, it's fine, it's great. We're more connected probably, even after, right after the pandemic situation, we're, we're more connected than ever with food, you know? Oh, of course. That's what I mean, you know? Right, right. So, um, um, and this is good. But in our case, fermenting, it's, it's just one more of the things that we've been discovering that were more very focused uh, on our cooking. The fire, it's, it's tremendously, we have four lines of work at the sieve. First one, it's uh, seaweeds. Okay. Uh, second one is our allophytes, the rock plants, as we call them, the, the ones that they grow on top of the rock, no need of any soil, the whole 38% of protein. So it's, it's, it's quite amazing. And in third one, um, are there's small fish uh, catching, you know, the, 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 such as Chilean anchovies, Chilean mm -hmm. sardines. Right. All of this are amazing. And we never took out of the water for human consumption in Chile. And we've discovered amazing possibilities. Um, also, 
And the fourth one, and probably the one that we have more skills on it, and is the fungi world. Not only the one that our eyes can see, um, um, but the one, the, also the ones that our eyes are totally unable to see. And this is exactly the ones that the, the, the world knows very little, tiny bit about it. And, and this is fascinating because, yes, it's true, it reaches fermentation. It, it, it matches and it, it you know it's you you always find with fermentation everywhere and, and, but mm -hmm. there is a much what i'm trying to tell you there is a much much deeper uh world for cooking that only fermentation nowadays and we're on it we're on it fully on it now the restaurant is closed um um and and we we're not, we're still experimenting, you know, mm -hmm. we were holding different projects, uh, many, right, <laughs> to be honest, <laughs> right. but, uh, but because of these discoveries, you know, um, I think it would be very unfair to keep him between the four walls of the restaurant. So that's why we decided to create the seed and to move forward in that sense. You know? mm -hmm. Yeah, I actually, when you mentioned that, I mean, I don't know if it's related, but you met, I read an article about the, one of the things you guys done is inject uh, vegetables with the bacteria, which makes it kind of creamy inside, but outside it's kind of like a cheese kind of blooming kind of thing that looked that, I don't know if that's a... Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's, it's it more rather, farther than anything, it's related to the fungi world and, and farther than fermentation also. It's treating vegetables as cheese. And this, this can be very complex, very, very complex in terms of, I'm, talk, I'm talking about proteolysis, yeah. This is what, one of our uh, beautiful things that we've been focusing during since 2013, 14, probably. Wow. Yeah, it's been a long ride right. since then. And in, we, we love, we love what we've been, we've been able to, to move towards that direction so so we're excited about that yeah that sounds like something that you know i haven't heard any anyone else has looked into and it just seems like it's something that would be very exciting if you can apply absolutely. it to different places right absolutely absolutely and yeah. then from that i guess uh kind of logical question is you know when you're doing the research in you know the research place that you have now um how much technology do you use how does that help um you know when you guys are doing all these different things no no a lot of people ask the same thing you know <laughs> it's it's like uh i could show you around i could show you the safe so you could get to see how it looks like yeah which is yeah. a reception center it's very different to a restaurant uh our kitchen are, are are totally separate you know so the uh the 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 where i go has a kitchen that is everything is based on of course on the charcoal on the on the smoking so it's very basic mm -hmm. we 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 have not not much technology we have only one oven and everything is on, on top of the embers we cook on the embers uh and it's it's a very simple if you like so um we were very much about developing our skills on the on the fire rather than anything else you know Mm -hmm. So yeah, Borago is about the skills on the on the fire. I would say. Right, right. So that's sort of the main thing that you guys do in terms of technology in the restaurant itself. Exactly. In terms of the restaurant, you'll see the lamb all inverse. Do you have the book, by the way? 
Um, no, I haven't. No, you you don't. It's it's yeah. a fight on it. So you, I don't know how things are going right now in in the in the states. I'm I'm gonna call. If you can send me your address, I could send you the book. Oh yeah, yeah. that'd be great. Yeah, yeah, You're yeah. Awesome. yeah. They're 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 based in New York also. So mm-hmm. um, I'm pretty sure won't won't be super hard or anything. But anyway, uh, yeah. If you see our one of our most famous cooking methods is is the evolution of the um, or reinvention of the uh, lamb a la cross as we do in, traditionally in Patagonia. Okay. So we invented the lamb a la inverse. So it's it's quite amazing, and what we do on top of the yambas is it's it's so special. And you you could see from there that that there is no almost no. Not even plancha, you know. <laughs> we, we used everything, yeah, open fire. Right. That yeah. imparts a lot of flavor and the, the wood and the, the actual smokiness of the, of the food makes it a lot yeah. better, right? Yeah, for sure. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I, guess, uh, I guess a couple more questions. Um, as far as, uh, obviously, you know, the, the way you do uh, Mapoche and all the, all the different uh, things that you're working on, uh, how do you guys, you know, in terms of not just your restaurant, but also Chilean as a country, uh, as a food, how do you guys stand out, you know, with all the different things that are going on now in terms of, you know, culturally or, or culinarily, obviously you guys are very close to like, uh, Peru and, you know, how do that, how do you guys stand out that way? It, I'm sorry, can, can you repeat it? Yeah, just, I guess, uh, in South America, there's a lot of countries now that are really, strong in, in food and culinary, right? Yeah, 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 so yeah. how do you guys uh, make sure that you stand out from everyone else? Oh, no, no, no. We never tried to do that. <laughs> like, uh, we, we, we just, you know, because, of course, you, you just said uh, Mexico, you know, it's, it's an institution, you know, probably one of the most important food cultures in the world, yeah? Uh, Peru is also well known to, to you know to people to travel. You would never ever would travel to Chile to eat. That's what I'm saying. Right. Maybe okay, you would travel to our Snowski centers. <laughs> yes, we have tons of it, uh-huh. tons of them uh, down south. But um, you could travel to Atacama Desert, to Patagonia, to wherever you want. Mm-hmm. But back in the days, you would never ever tr- travel to Chile to eat why so okay mm-hmm. maybe to eat the seafood because it's so special so unique so intense but that's it of course raw because they chileans are overcooking fish at <laughs> restaurants that's why, why that's why you have by by all all people yeah uh-huh. but this is this drastically changed we again um we're trying to be ourselves and to be connected to to that learning process did that path to mm-hmm. find new possibilities for every single ingredient and to make it fucking special. That's it. You know, like, right. you know, if you have a, we started from, from zero to, to cooking this beautiful rock fish and we've been cooking it for, for the 10 years. Oh, I don't know, this, this wild pre-spring vegetables that it took us 10 years to, how to learn it to cook it. You right. taste it, for sure you have to cry. Come on, if you don't cry, <laughs> I will get past, you know? Right, right. It took us so long to do it. You ask me, hey, what it makes us so special? Tell me, please, because uh-huh. it's just the way we 
the, we proceed since the, we, we cut the the, the wild vegetables out of the out of the hills around Santiago, you know, every pre spring, and and you know until the way we cook it, and and it's a long process, but whatever, you know. So whatever it makes us special, I think to Borago is that is fully. It's again, we're not back to a concept because there is no concept. It, this is real, you know, like you can touch it and it tastes real ancient, our real Chilean food. Right. As it was cooked a thousand years ago by Mabuche with the same, exactly same ingredients. Yeah. But of course, but there's one more thing. Keep always keep in mind okay. that Borago, people are asking me, hey, Borago is super avant-garde. I would tell you yes and no, okay. because I don't believe on that. First of anything, I rather believe that humans were moving back in time, back and forth in time. What do you, you mean know? by that? So, because I could show you a cooking method, and you you could say like, "Oh, this is this is amazing! I never seen it in my life. This is the most smartest thing I've ever seen." But right. It was the cooking method. It has been used two thousand years ago. You know what I'm saying? Mm. Like, right. but we retwist it into something absolutely new. And this is the most important thing that I'm going to tell you now. Okay. Because uh, Borago, it's about imagination. Creativity, okay. it's very important to us. We, we're fully focused on it, you know? Okay. It, it's a mantra to us. We really are, uh, we wanted to follow our own path. That's what I mean by this. Right. So knowledge is probably the most important thing in the world because through our history in right. humanity has been able to allow us to, to, to move us forward always against pandemic situations like this ones and many other things. But there's one thing that is even more important than knowledge. You know what it is? It's to us, it's imagination. Because it's absolutely unlimited, you know? Right. Uh, there's no limit. Uh, knowledge, it's very limited. Okay. And, 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 and that, that, that is the problem nowadays. You, you have knowledge till a certain point, you know? <laughs> After that, you have no more knowledge and that's right. it. Mm -hmm. This is the finish. This is the end, you know? Mm -hmm. So um, uh, for us, imagination, it's, it's a driving force in our guts. And so this is the main characteristic of what I always say. Right. And rather than, than being better or... or than all the restaurants. We believe that Forago is very unique in the world in that sense, you know? Right. What you're going to see here, it, you're, you're not going to be able to see it somewhere else. Right. Yeah, that's, that's very interesting because a lot of people that I talk to in, within the culinary industry and, and chefs, they all have their ideas, but a lot of times, you know, a lot of times comes down to, you know, the, the creativity you mentioned and, and the, the will to learn and all these things become, become sort of, a, one, of, one, of, one of the few most important things for a chef, I think, where it seems. Yeah. 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 It's very important. It's yeah. very, very important. Yeah. And it, obviously your, your passion really comes to when you're talking about all the, uh, the things that you guys, innovation and the learning stuff. Um, probably the last question that uh, I would ask more of a fun one, I guess. Uh, yeah. What would you say is, the one dish that you like the most in terms of Chilean Chilean food that if I have never been to Chile and what would you say is the, the best yeah, thing? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, wouldn't be fair to say only one, but I'm going to say it anyway. <laughs> okay. Uh, uh, 
it has to be the curanto because it's emotional, you know? So curanto is a big hole in the ground that represent the, when, when a, we're moving houses from one place to another in a place called Chiloé, okay. where my family is from. Okay. And, 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 um, and so um, it's a tradition to prepare a curanto. So all neighbors are helping, you know, bringing whatever they have on other houses. Okay. I'm talking about um, seafoods, of course. It's, a, it's an island near to the land. Uh, so it's, it's fully surrounded by water. And, and you have, uh, so you cook it by layers. You, you, oh, wow. you put chicken, you put pork, you, then you, the seafood, um, and then potatoes. And, and then uh, we, we, we build a native bread out of a native potato it's 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 fermented and smokes oh, wow. quite amazing so you put it on top you cover everything but these giant leaves and everything it's warmed by hot stones and native woods in the in the bottom so it's like a pressure cook in a way oh, it's wow. quite amazing so all families are around it could last even six hours it's amazing uh-huh. really really amazing right. and and so um i believe that 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 would be my favorite Chilean dish. Yeah. <laughs> okay. But it sounds like it's a it's not something that you can eat every day though. It's something like a celebration. No, that's or... why. That's why it makes it so special to me. Uh huh. Right. Wow. That's yeah. uh, very cool. Again, thanks again, uh, Chef Chef Guzman, for talking with uh, with us. I learned a lot about Chile, and uh, hopefully, I'll I'll get get to go soon once we everything is back to normal, so to speak. Right. Thank you very much. You'll be more than invited to 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 where I go anytime as soon as you can travel far down south, you know, down, 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 down south. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Uh, definitely you'll, you'll, you'll be welcome. Yeah, I'll definitely actually check out the uh, research side as well. That's that's the uh, exciting part as well to learn what you guys are thinking and, and working on. Absolutely. Thank you so much for the interview. Great. Thank, Thank you. you. All I right. appreciate that. Okay. Thank you, my See friend. Ya. Okay. See ya. Yeah.